You're listening to Life After Sight Loss Radio, episode number 74, and today we're talking about what it's like being the only blind person in your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews. We talk life advice, encouragement, emotional support, relationships, technology, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Hopefully, you're having a great week. I hope it's been wonderful for you. And yes, it's been a couple of weeks for me, but hey, we're glad to be here and glad to be doing a podcast episode for you guys. Today, we're going to talk about what it's like being the only blind person in your life. In my circle of friends and family, I'm the only person that is visually impaired. And so I've got, you know, my immediate family, my close family, my friends, all those people. I'm it. I'm the only VIP there is. And maybe for you, it's like that as well. So today, I want to talk about just a few of the things you might face if you're the only blind person in your life. Before we jump into it, as always, you can find today's show notes, which includes links, information, conversation, and more. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 074. Again, you can leave comments there. You can find all the links and anything I talk about in today's episode. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 074. So are you the only blind person in your immediate family, in your friend group, in your life in general? You know, unless I am really actively looking for people, I don't run into a lot of blind people. I just don't. I mean, it's just not part of the circle of people I'm in. It's not because I'm avoiding blind people. It's just, you know, when I meet sighted people, a lot of times they've never met another blind person. They're like, oh, you're blind? What does that mean? I don't know, because they've never met another person who's visually impaired. So... That means that many times you're going to be the only visually impaired person in your life. Now, that isn't necessarily a bad thing. I want to be clear about that. I'm not saying it's bad. It's awful. Oh, my gosh. People, it's terrible. I just mean there are certain things that happen when you're the only VIP in your immediate circle. So today, I want to talk about just a few of them, things we might feel, we might go through, we might experience when we're the only blind person in our friends and family. Number one, and I think this is just one of those things we face in general, but especially when we're the only VIP, it's lonely. It gets lonely, right? I mean, we just don't have anybody else that totally gets us, and it's like, oh, I'm the only one here doing this sort of thing, I'm the only one carrying this white cane or using this guide dog, or I'm the only one, only one, only one. And it gets very lonely. And we can start to tell ourselves, you know, I'm the only one who gets this anywhere. There's nobody else who gets me. We know that's not true, obviously, but it can be very isolating and very lonely. So, you know, if you're thinking about your friends and family, think about going places or being with somebody or hanging out at home or whatever. You can imagine those moments, even if you're with other people, where it gets very lonely. And one of those um, side effects of being the only VIP is just the loneliness that you feel. Now, again, that doesn't mean that it's awful, it's terrible, you're never going to experience you know, healthy relationships. It just means that when you're the only VIP, occasionally, it can be pretty lonely. Number two on our list is it can be hard to explain to other people. 
You know, it's just very hard to explain. And this is sort of in general, but when everybody else around you is sighted, they're not thinking about being visually impaired, right? They're not thinking, oh, well, I know what blind people go through, blah, blah, blah. They're not thinking about it because, well, they've only got one sort of blind friend, if you will, and that maybe you're the VIP and you don't, you know, talk about your blindness a lot because just, well, it's part of life and everybody has their own thing. And so we don't talk about it a bunch. But then when something happens or, you know, maybe we have our white cane or something goes on and it's hard to explain why maybe today is a worse day for your eyes than yesterday was why you're using a cane today but you weren't using it yesterday you know why your uh, magnification is different why you're using screen reading you know all these sort of things it can be hard to explain because they just get used to the you that is you and not about your sight loss and so and we'll talk more about that you know getting used to people but just this idea of like, well, I, I can't explain why today's worse. I can't explain why I'm using a white cane today. You know, things like that. It's just hard to explain. And that's true in general, I think, for sighted people because a lot of people just don't get it. But especially if you're in a place where you're surrounded by sighted people and you're the only one who represents the VIP community, if you will, it can be very hard to explain to those sighted people, especially your friends and family. Thirdly, and I don't know if this happens to you, but it seems to happen to me a lot, my friends and family can tend to forget. Now, I don't look blind, quote, look blind, put your fingers up in the air for air quotes, ready, look blind. And because of that, many of my sighted friends and family tend to forget. You know, we'll be walking along and something, you know, will catch their eye and like, look at that. I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I totally forgot. It's like, oh, what do you mean you forgot? How can you forget? Well, the thing about it is you never forget, right? Like every day you wake up, you look in the mirror, you know you're visually impaired. You don't forget. But your friends and family aren't thinking about that. They aren't actively thinking about you being visually impaired. And they're just thinking that you're their friend. You're their family. You're their dad. You're their spouse. You're their mom. You're their sister, brother, cousin, whatever. They're not thinking about your visual impairment. Now, in one way, that's really good because they're not focusing on it all the time. They're not like, oh my gosh, are you going to be okay? Do I need to are you carry you around? You know, they're not focused on it. They're focused on you being you. And that is a really good thing. However, when they're not focused on the visual impairment, they might forget, especially if you don't, again, air quote, look blind. So just be aware that there might be some forgetting going on, especially if you're the only visually impaired person they run across on a very regular basis. Number four on our list, and this is especially true if you have some remaining vision, sometimes there's a struggle to sort of live a sighted life but also be visually impaired. Um, If you just recently lost your sight within the last couple of years, maybe you have some residual vision remaining, and you're in this battle, which I've done uh, a video on before, in this battle between having the mindset of being sighted with poor vision or being visually impaired with remaining vision. And sometimes when you're the only visually impaired person and everybody else around you sighted, sometimes you just get caught up in that thing of like, well, I just I won't use my cane or my dog or I won't have any sort of uh, dark sunglasses. I don't look blind and I'll just live sort of as a sighted person who doesn't have very good vision. And there's nothing wrong with living how you want to live. You do you, whatever you got to do, just do that and you know, more power to you. But whenever you're the only VIP amongst your friends and family, it's hard because you know, oh, this cane would be helpful to get around, but what will my friends think? Or uh, what will it be like if if I'm the only one out here with a white cane? I don't want to wear my dark sunglasses, but gosh, the lights in this restaurant are so bright, but I don't want to be the sore thumb who's sticking out, you know, the, the quote, blind person. 
So it can be hard kind of living in that tension between sighted and visually impaired. Again, especially if you have some residual vision left. Remember, there's nothing wrong with using a cane or wearing your sunglasses or having that guide dog or using a screen reader, whatever it is. But when you're the only one doing it, it can make you feel like, ugh, why am I the isolated one? Why am I the weird one here? And there's nothing wrong with you. You're not weird. I mean, I guess we're all weird to a certain extent, right? Who's defining normal? But you're not weird for doing that. However, I know what it's like kind of trying to live in that tension between living as a sighted person and fully living as a VIP. And number five on our list, and this can happen in a lot of different situations, but whenever you're the only VIP that your friends and family know, sometimes you go through some denial, some stuffing of emotions. And what I mean by this is, you know, maybe you have some hard days, right? Okay, this day was hard. I'm struggling with my sight loss, or I had this thing happen to me that made me think about it or whatever. And it's like, oh, well, I don't want to bring that up. Oh, they don't want to hear about me being blind again. Like, that's all I think about. But in reality, that might be a lot of what you're thinking about, especially especially if you've only been visually impaired for a little while. And by little while, I don't mean two days. I mean, it could be any amount of time. So you don't want to bring that up. You don't want to talk about that all the time, right? It's like, oh, I don't want my friends to you know, hear about this all the time. But then what happens is you start denying that you feel that way. You stuff those emotions down. And then eventually it comes out and you explode and you're yelling at the waiter for not offering you a large print menu or something. You're like, what don't you know? You know? Or even worse, you're yelling at the waiter because they're only talking to your spouse and not you because they're you're blind or whatever. So you know, it could be a lot of different things. But we can't stuff those emotions down. We can't deny how we feel. Yes, I understand. Maybe you don't want to talk about it 24-7, but you got to face the reality that you're going through stuff. Nobody else in your life may be going through that. And so, again, it might be hard to explain or it might feel like it's overwhelming or something like that. But you've got to be able to talk about those things with your friends and family. Maybe you need like a coach, a mentor, something like that. And that's fine. That's great. That's a great way to do it. But if you never talk about it with your friends and family, they might naturally assume, well, everything's great. Derek's fine. He never talks about his sight loss. And then all of a sudden, one day when you do, they're like, what's the deal, man? Why are you, is something going on? Are you dying or losing more sight? What's the deal? It's like, oh, no, this is actually what I normally feel. I just don't ever talk about it. So whenever you're the only VIP, that can't happen. But remember, it's important to talk about those feelings and not stuff them down to where nobody else knows. All right, guys. Well, there's five things that might take place in your life if you're the only VIP amongst your friends and family. So let me just give you a quick example here. I'm actually the only visually impaired person that many of my friends and family know. They haven't met other blind people. And if they have, they're not a lot like me because I'm outgoing and social and things like that. And they're like, oh, wow, he's weird. What's wrong? (laughs) You know, or whatever. But there are many times whenever this stuff comes up. Obviously, I get kind of lonely. Yes, I'm a social person. Yes, I like being out and about. But loneliness, can creep up on me, especially when I'm home by myself. I don't drive or anything like that. And so that can be a challenge as well. Yes, it can be hard to explain to people. And I do tend to deny and stuff some of those things down because when I'm going through something hard, well, I don't want to just, well, I'm blind. And people are like, oh, you're blind again. I can't believe this is what you're talking about again. It can be hard to sort of go through those sort of things because I think about it a lot more than anybody else in my life. Why? Well, it affects me the most, obviously. But 
but you know, my wife, my kids, they might think about it more than uh, a friend I only see once a week, and they might think about it more than somebody I only see once a month. But for me, I'm the top of the totem pole. I think about it all the time. And yes, there's a good and bad time to sort of share things. You don't want to just like land blast everybody all the time, but you want to be able to share those things. And you know, again, talking about how it's hard to explain and people might forget. I mean, all those things are affected because, for example, when I go out and use my white cane, sometimes I don't always use it, and I'm trying to use it more just because it's helpful. But when I use it, then people are like, oh, they treat you differently. They're like, oh, you're really blind. Okay, this is a big deal. Like, oh, oh my gosh. And I'm like, I don't want to go through that. And then, you know, people will ask, why are you using the white cane? And then I talk about how, well, getting around without it is hard because I'm summoning all the powers of sight that I have left, which is not as much as you think it is. And so it's it's difficult. It's exhausting. And they're like, oh, I, okay. You know, they don't even think about it. Well, of course they don't think about it because they're not visually impaired and I'm the only one that is. So again, it can be difficult when you have this situation of being the only visually impaired person in your life. That all being said, I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining. I guess I am complaining a little bit, but I don't want to make it sound like I'm complaining about being the only VIP. I love my life. I love my family and my friends. Everybody's supportive and it's great. It's just that sometimes it would be nice if I was not the only VIP in my life. However, that being said, it's really, really okay. It's just important to remember that some of these things can happen and to realize that it can happen and deal with it when it does. You know, when you're lonely, when you're struggling to explain yourself, when you're struggling to uh, bring up those emotions and things like that, when your friends and family seem to forget that you're visually impaired, it's okay and it's important to work through those moments whenever they happen. So if you're the only VIP in your life, and you resonate with any of these things that happen, I just encourage you to remember that you're not alone. I might be on the other side of this microphone, but there are other people out there that understand what you're going through and get it. You know, we just get it. So you're not alone, and that's the most important thing I can tell you today. All right, guys, I got a little tip for you today because we're talking about being the only visually impaired person in our lives. And, you know, we want other people who get us, who understand us. And so my tip for you today is this. I want to challenge you to go out and find one other person who's visually impaired and reach out to them. This might be in a local support group. This might be in a Facebook group. This might be any other way that you have found that connect with people that are visually impaired. Reach out to them. Maybe you've got a phone number, an email address, a Facebook profile, a Twitter handle, whatever it is. Reach out to them and say, hey, I'm visually impaired. I saw you were too. I just wanted to reach out to you because I'm the only one in my life that's a VIP and I thought it'd be great to connect with other people who understand what I'm going through regardless of what the situation is. It can be awkward reaching out to total strangers. I get it. I totally understand. But I think the benefits of reaching out to somebody who gets what you're going through far outweighs that few moments of awkwardness that's at the beginning. So that's just a challenge for you guys. Again, you might not be this social butterfly who wants to talk to a thousand people, but if you can find one other person who totally understands what you're going through and knows what it's like to be a VIP, then some of that loneliness starts to dissipate. You don't have to over explain yourself to that person because they they get it they know what you're going through they're not going to forget that you're a vip you know they're going to understand you're going to be able to share your emotions and it's going to be a really really healthy and good thing for you so find that one person wherever they might be and reach out to them today 
All right, guys. Well, that brings us close right around on the last lap of the podcast here. But I want to ask you guys what you think about today's episode. I want to hear from all of you. Do you identify with any of the things I mentioned today? Are you the only VIP in your life? Do you have a big support system of other VIPs? I want to hear from you and know your thoughts about this topic. You can do that a few different ways. The best way to do it is email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can also send me Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. You can even leave me a voicemail and the number to do that is 317-721-1027. You can reach me a lot of different ways, but I love hearing from all of you guys. And by the way, if you want any of those links, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, if you want any of those links, any of that information, you can get that at the show notes. So make sure you check that out and let me know what you think about today's episode. And guys, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I would love for you to do that. Just hop on over to the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 074. That'll give you buttons right under the player for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, subscribe on your Android phone, and don't miss another episode. It might be weekly, bi-weekly, who knows what it'll be, but when it's brand new and comes out, you'll be the first one to know. So hop on over and subscribe to the podcast. And like I said, if you've got a story to share, a question to ask, maybe you want to be featured on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Do it. Email me, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff at the show notes. Let me know because, guys, I love hearing from all of you. I like doing this podcast and the videos and stuff. It's fun to talk into a microphone, especially a fancy one. I feel really cool and important. But I tell you what, it's all for naught if it's just me talking. So I want to hear from all of you guys. You can do it a variety of ways, and I love connecting with each and every one of you. I love hearing your story and sharing in your journey. So let me know what's going on in your life. Connect with me today. And finally, don't forget that all the information found in today's episode is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name's Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.